Welcome back, everybody, to F It Why Not, Manifest What You Want. My name is Valerie. I am a psychic who specializes in identifying your most forward presenting aspect of your current life experience, right? Past, present, future, how it plays out for you. We go a little deep in, in the readings that I offer, and we just really get down to the bottom of what's getting in the way so that you can continue to move forward. And the lovely Miss Annie Parker joins us today as well every day. <laughs> Thank you, Valerie. Yes, hello. I'm Annie Parker. I am a celebrity energy healer in LA and have clients all over the world. I also do tarot and astrology. So needle charts, synastry, everything you need to get your life in order. So we're going to do a collective reading now. And that's going to include both the astrology um, and also some tarot to go over the collective energy. And Valerie... All right, so I will kick it off. And let me tell you, the first thing that I'm picking up today is a little bit of frustration, um, a little bit too much self-judgment, for sure. But there are aspects of the frustration that are warranted. And these are frustrations with ourselves, where we are, what we're doing, the pace of things that we're doing. We talked about timing yesterday. And so it's kind of like a 50-50 for me. Like I want to acknowledge that a lot of the frustration that is coming up is contributed to, you know, like we're contributing to that frustration by not doing everything that we know we should be doing. But also frustration is natural especially through growth periods, mentally, physically, emotionally, right? So I just want to validate that frustration is normal, aggravation, things that are on that lower vibrational frequency. We got to turn that around and acknowledge what we have achieved, right? Pat ourselves on the back for what we're doing now and grant ourselves grace for what we aren't able to get to yet. And then also being very mindful of the words we use is super important. So I did my best, like as I went through those to say, we haven't done it yet, right? Because we're going to, we're going to do everything that we want to do. And we're going to do what serves us. And if things also don't come out, <laughs> things never come out exactly the way you plan it, right? So you automatically have to grant yourself grace because it's Murphy's Law. What will go wrong will go wrong. And you just have to adapt and be flexible. So, oh, I feel like we need recommendations for coming out of this little bit of frustration. Um, I think connecting with nature is pretty great um, suggestion right now. Uh, usually I'll go to self-care, but Connecting with nature, grounding, being somewhere where there aren't a lot of people around, where you're not staring at your phone or devices for hours or like keep checking in, keep checking in, right? You need to disconnect, go somewhere in nature, and you can even find a park if you're in a big city and you don't really have access to nature. You can find a little piece of a park, just some grass. Take your shoes off, put your feet on the ground, wiggle your toes, <laughs> listen to the sounds around you, really, really connect with what's happening and the energy that's going on. And I think that that will help kind of bring the frustrations down a bit. Um, compared to the readings that we've done this week for the collective, I feel like we're kind of coming down the hill on this one, but do not be 
ah, do not be startled by that because what I feel for the weekend is that we're just going to come right back up that hill. So this little feeling, sluggish feeling is going to be temporary and we're going to come right back up. I love that. And that's, <laughs> that's so on point. I'm actually so exhausted today. I, I can't even like, normally I wake up and I have my routine and like all of this stuff. And today I was like, man, I could go straight back to bed and I never do that. Like I, I sleep a solid eight hours. I'm super routine. I get up, I do my thing. I meditated this morning and I was like, literally I got up. I need some like fresh ginger and lemon tea with turmeric in it. And then I, after I drank it and meditated, I was like sleepy going back to bed. And I didn't because I had this, but um, it, it was crazy because I, I literally could have went back to bed. And I think, I think our bodies, like I was kind of tapping into what this is. And, and you're right. It's like, you know, we just had that full moon. We just had the equinox yesterday. We just went into Libra yesterday. So our bodies are kind of like, you know, Libra is all about balance and we have so much in Libra right now. We have Mars, we have Mercury and the sun now in Libra as of yesterday. That's so much balance that our bodies right now are kind of looking for a homeostasis. So it's like in order to get that homeostasis, you have to rest, right? Because literally when does our body heal, repair, recover? while we're sleeping. Literally everything happens while we're sleeping. So if you have the urge to sleep right now, that's normal. You might want to take a little nap. You might want to just like take a few minutes to go outside and like, like Valerie said, like be by yourself and just kind of away from people or away from things where you can just like zone out for a little bit and replenish. That's totally normal. It will, it is kind of, like you said, um, all of that energy from the full moon and the equinox yesterday, it is started. There was a lot of energy. It was a lot of shifting and we're kind of on the other side of it now. So even though we're feeling the need to like, um, repair and replenish, uh, and rest, we are kind of coming out the other side of all of that energy shifting. Now with today, part of the frustration you might be feeling is, um, Venus is exactly opposite Uranus. So Venus, our planet of love and yummy, warm feelings and all of this stuff is, is opposite, like directly looking at our planet of shocking surprises, like, you know, really likes to pop up with random things. And, and, you know, they can, the funny thing is like, they can be good or bad surprises. Everything ends up being for the best good, right? But it could be like something you don't want to see. And this is all pertaining to relationships because we're in Libra right now. It's all about relationships. And, um, and then Venus is our love and relationship area. So the fact that we're kind of seeing some little surprises or, or like little agitations in our relationship area, it's going to pass after today. Just kind of like this was kind of going along with some of the energy yesterday. Go with the flow. Try not to pop off. Like that's always like my term because I'm a Scorpio and I've been known um, you know, I have to remind myself to take like deep breaths before I respond. Otherwise it comes out very sharp. Um, so yeah, before you kind of pop off on anyone, take some deep breaths, you know, take a step back, realize this energy will pass if it's frustrating or annoying. It's mostly to do with relationships, mostly to do with love relationships right now, or the lack thereof. And, um, 
And remember that this time that we're going into right now is very much about being diplomatic. You know, like um, Valerie and I were having a discussion before this started. And, you know, even though it's easy to get annoyed when people are being petty, because yes, people are being petty right now. Like, I hate to say it, but Libra is low-key ruler of Pettyville. Um, Because here with Scorpio, we're just going to tell it how it is and say it how we feel it. But with Libra, they're going to do that, but they're going to be a little more low key about it. So it comes across a little more petty. So (laughs) things can come up that way right now, because like I said, we have um, Mars, which is our planet of like masculine energy of war. Um, That's in Libra. We have Mercury, which is our communication planet in Libra. Um, And then we have uh, our sun now as of yesterday in Libra. So all of these planets are in Libra. And, and while yes, there can be elements of pettiness, if we're not careful, we do always have to remember that Libra rules balance in the scales. It wants to bring balance to things. It wants to be diplomatic. So when you feel that urge to be petty, because that's the less evolved version of Libra, right? Um, you know, we want to elevate, rise above and be the diplomatic side. Just like, you know, when we're thinking about Scorpio, everyone's like, oh, Scorpio is jealous, like blah, blah, blah. Um, they're um, uh, spiteful or whatever they say. That's that's the lower unevolved end. So maybe when you're younger, right? But when you, you know, when you get older and more wisdom and know yourself, it becomes more the... Um, you know, loyal and, and just protective and deep, right? So you have in every sign, you have like the unevolved or not quite evolved and the evolved. So you have to look at like, what, what role are you playing in that? Are you coming from a place of not quite evolved? Or are you coming from a place of, no, I'm above this. I know better, you know, I can be diplomatic about this. So that's kind of where we need to stop ourselves, take the breath and think about that right now. I'm going to pull a card for us real quick. I was just clearing the deck and to go along with this energy that was quick. We got the two of cups, the two of cups. It's all about relationships right now. It's all about relationships. And even if your partner or the person you're talking to or the person you're dating are getting on your freaking nerves right now, just know that it's going to pass. Try to rise above it. Look at it from a diplomatic stance. Try not to react, like give it a day before you react. You know what I mean? And this is, this can be with friends too, but this is more like romantic situations that that's coming forth. Um, try not to be toxic. The devil was on the bottom. I'm going to pull an Oracle card from my Vampress deck real quick. And thank you. That popped out. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's the, the hunter says the aggressor, the provider, the tracker. So, um, you know, it's, this is a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And this, this card that just came out is more masculine energy. It came out as the aggressor, the provider. So with Mars being in Libra, and that is our masculine energy, you know, kind of think about when we're being like in our masculine and when we're, cause we have both, you know, we have both masculine and feminine, And we have to think about, you know, what do we want to lead with in this situation? Do we want to lead with the masculine right now and be the aggressor, um, the chaser, you know, all of those things? Or do we want to sit back and be in our feminine a little more and kind of like 
like I said earlier, you know, take on the more evolved Libra uh, traits and be more diplomatic about the situation and kind of sit back and, and receive all of the information without uh, before responding. Oh, that's so hard sometimes, right? <laughs> Waiting for all the information. It really is, honestly. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you just got to go. Once you feel like you have enough information to make that informed decision, you just got to make that move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I also feel like for the collective today, there's this aspect of needing to believe that amazing things can happen. Um, amazing things can happen not only when you put an immense effort towards the logistical things that you're doing, right? Like waking up in the morning, have a routine, structure, discipline, right? But also that things can happen just by being open to them, just by believing that things can happen and that you can manage to be happy and create your own happiness regardless of conditions. And growing up isn't always about... um, rejecting your youth. It's, it's about being in alignment with yourself, connecting with your inner child, remembering what brought you joy and alignment. Also acknowledging and accepting that you have no need to fear. You can remember how powerful you are. I think the biggest thing that comes out though, is this using your time well, making every moment count. I think that that's a huge thing because you're going to look back. The only thing you're going to regret are the things that you didn't try and the moments where you kind of just saw yourself checking out. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And um, I think, you know, like we had the fall equinox yesterday. And of course, like we talked about yesterday, fall is a time of great transition. You know, yesterday was all about balance. It's when we have, you know, an equal amount of daylight with an equal amount of nighttime, right? It's like exactly equal. And that only ever happens on the spring and the fall equinox. So it's bringing into balance what is harvesting, right? We planted, we've been planting seeds all year. Things have felt a little slow, a little stagnant, but as long as we were tending to those seeds, you know, because just like they always say, if you're planting a garden, you're planting flowers, you're planting, you know, herbs, whatever, you're not going to sit there and like watch the seeds grow like second by second, right? They're going to do that naturally as long as you take care of them and water them. And then they grow, you know, and then you have your harvest, you have the things that you planted, right? So, we couldn't always see the growth this last six months to a year, but now we're starting to see the sprouts, the fruits, right? The results. So those are the things that are coming. And I think part of the frustration is having not been able to see what's coming the last few months. And that's been really hard. And that's, that's honestly, that's what's made people kind of gravitate more this last year to astrology, to their intuitive side, knowing, knowing and feeling that they have an intuitive side, um, feeling that they want to 
overcome generational cycles. People are doing that more than ever right now because they know that they're capable. You know, all of a sudden people are feeling this urge to really tap in and connect with themselves in the way that they, you know, kind of had an inkling in the back of their mind was possible, but now it's starting to really become visible to them that so many things are there for them because I think, you know, especially this last year and a half, people have felt in the dark and they had no other choice than to tap into their intuition. Absolutely. And I also think that we're shifting from a willingness to change to a readiness to change Mm. and coming into greater um, like self-knowledge, getting to know yourself again and getting to know your new self and growing into a new self and acknowledging that you've grown into a new self, right? Questioning who you've been told that you are because only you can define that, right? So who are you? I think that a lot of people are going to be thinking about that. And I think you're right, Annie, that I think it ties to that generational work where we want to break those cycles, you know, the parents of the parents of the parents, everything that trickles down. I'm definitely doing that work. Yeah, we're all doing that work. It's 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 continuous work. You know, I was talking to someone about it last night and the, the amazing part is this is literally all cultures, all religions that are coming forward and wanting to do this work. Like literally like, you know, one of the actresses that I've done cord cutting and soul retrieval on, she's Jewish. And then I might have someone, you know, from from Africa or someone like I've had a bunch of people from India. It's really freaking amazing. And the crazy thing is people like when you really get down to the energy of people, people are so much more connected than you even understand. People are so much more connected than you even freaking know just because, you know, we live in a country that that thrives off division. So you don't even really see how interconnected people really are. Yes. I actually connected with a client in Norway and you're right. There's this collective push to get rid of the old, out with the old, in with the new and moving forward. Definitely. So we talk about all of these things, right? But I would like to get to a place where we can give concrete examples of how we're doing this work. So for me personally, the generational thing started at a really young age. Uh, where I saw things that I wanted to change about the way that I reacted, my emotions, anger, frustrations, things like that. I saw those early. So when I left my parents' house, um, I really had this intentional, forward, ambitious determination um, to, if not, you can't completely get rid of all of it. I'm quick to anger. I have a short temper. I tend to have this like victim state, which I noticed was a part of that generational stuff. So now I, when I look at myself and I think, why is this happening to me? Instead of framing my perspective in why me, I frame it in, well, what can, like, what can I do right now? What really belongs to me and what isn't mine? And what is serving me and what is no longer serving me? Making those distinctions helped me to learn more about who I am and also define who I want to be 
moving forward for myself, for my husband, for my kids, for my friends, for my loved ones, right? Yes, 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 yes. And that's the thing. And I don't know if I mentioned this um, on a previous episode, but, you know, I went to... I went to a therapist as well. You know, I, I went to so many different energy workers as teachers, but also before you can become a healer, you have to heal yourself, you know? So before I became a Reiki master, I, I had a ton of Reiki done on myself. And um, it was during a time I was going through my divorce. So, you know, there's always like a catalyst, right? For why you need the healing. Yeah, I mean, even going to therapy, was one of those generational things for me. Like I'm half Mexican, half white. Both sides of my family didn't know how to pro- how to process emotions in a healthy way. And so therapy was always like, oh, no, no, no. You don't go to therapy. The only people who go to therapy are, are the crazy people. And so here I was at 36, barely having access to affordable um, mental health care, right? Like therapy and counseling and all of that. And my son saw me doing it and he was like, oh, you have therapy? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll be in the room. Let me know if you need me, but I'm going to talk to my therapist. And he goes, oh, can I have a therapist too? And I'm all, hey, you know what? Yes, you can, because therapy is good. (laughs) I was probably one of the first people in my family to really go as well. There's a catalyst of why we we do this work, go to therapists and, and, you know, go to all of these things. And when I was going to therapy, she said um, something that, that always stuck with me because this is so long ago. She said, there's always one person in every family that she goes is the clear cut resilient one. And they are the people, the one child out of the family that's like, this is not going to hold me down. This does not work for me. This is not my story. I'm not continuing this. And they like break out of the mold, you know, in, I mean, some people might call it the black sheep of the family, but literally they're just the resilient ones that know that the cycle that the family has been passing down over and over and over again, subconsciously, they know that's not going to work for them any longer. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not going to work for everybody that you connect with. You start to see how everything spreads out, just like you were saying earlier, how connected we all are. And it's really, it's, it's noticed, but it's unnoticed. I feel it's almost taken for granted. We don't, and we, we're not realizing how connected we are, but we are super connected. <laughs> I don't know. That was perplexing to me we're Mm -hmm. so connected but yet so many people feel alone yeah and I mean um they've actually done studies that show that the more social media and dating apps and things like that there are the more people actually feel alone because um it's a false sense of connectedness um you know people aren't connecting on social media through their heart center they're they're connecting through like superficial means right and that's why you know if you look at my Instagram, it's like, you know, yes, you have to kind of capture people sometimes through superficial means, but like, can you take them to a deeper place? Can you have these conversations? You know what I mean? So it's like, sometimes it's a matter of like using one platform to like lead them down 
the rabbit hole to deeper conversations because, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times people just want the surface level things. And, and that's fine because social media originally started out as just fun, right? And now it's gone into a whole business. <laughs> yeah. Livelihood, people's whole yeah. lives, yeah. you know. I think that's great advice, Annie. Um, authentic self from your heart center, really looking at how you come off to others and what you provide them. Even if they came for whatever intentions they came, you're leaving them with the opportunity to kind of fill up with good stuff. Absolutely. And, and I mean, acknowledging, I think so we were kind of talking about what can you do to start the process of breaking those generational cycles, acknowledging that you're the one here to do that work. You know what I mean? I, I fully acknowledged, like I was the different one out of my family. I accepted that role. I, I rolled with it. And yeah, that's why, you know, after I got divorced, I, I did Reiki healing. I was like, this is amazing. I want to give it to other people. I became a Reiki master. I did theta healing for subconscious healing. I was like, this is amazing. I want to give it to other people. I become a theta healer. You know what I mean? So it kept going like that to, to the point where, and then, you know, studying under a shaman, I had, I had had shamanic healing done, um, because I do have native American in my family (laughs) and, um, you know, I really connected so deeply with that. And then, you know, it was taught to me and handed to me certain elements of it. Um, and, you know, I use that as part of my soul retrieval and, and, you know, the whole cord cutting soul retrieval process. And, and it's really amazing, you know, when we start doing this work and you can do a large part of it by yourself with your acknowledgement, with your awareness of certain mindsets that are no longer working for you. You know, um, we, we talked about a bunch of them yesterday, the, the mindsets that kind of get placed on us in childhood that don't work anymore, you know, and, and they keep, I mean, I get new mindsets that like pop up at random times where I'm like, Whoa, where'd that come from? That's, that's in there, you know, cause it's not a forward thinking thought Our subconscious thoughts are not our forward thinking thoughts. They're literally things that are planted like seeds in the back of our head that we don't even see growing. We don't even know they're there, but they are. And they're, they're limiting us in some way until we go, I am uprooting this right now. And, and like, you know, it's going in the compost pile. I'm, I'm done with it. Yes. So acknowledge, acknowledging and being aware. I would say I was aware first. Um, and then I really acknowledged that it affected me. And that I needed to make changes. And I think the next place that I went, because you're in this healing um, space when you're doing this work, the next place I went was, well, everybody hurt me and I want to feel better about that. And so I started looking for healing opportunities and I quickly realized that that was going to have to come from within myself, that the people who hurt me were not just going to have this light bulb moment where, oh, I hurt her and I need to say sorry and really make up for it. That's just unrealistic in my experience. And so I had to start doing the work for myself and having people help really makes a difference too. You can't be your own therapist. (laughs) You really, I mean, you can sometimes, but I mean, (laughs) all of us, even healers need healers need help. You know what I mean? It's, it's difficult and it's longer to try to do everything. Yes. Yeah. 
100%. That was the space that I got to after a while. And now I'm looking at how all of these different things can happen um, in my life than what I was brought up doing. The possibilities are endless. Um, something you said I wanted to touch back on too, and and it was, um, you know, I, a lot of times when people hurt us, right, we, we kind of like hope for an apology or we wait for an apology or we hold on to, you know, that hurt, that resentment, right? Because I always like when people are, you know, asking me like, what, what is cutting cords to someone do? It, it cuts the resentment between you and another person. And resentment isn't a bad thing. It's just something that naturally happens when something unfavorable happens, right? When something not so nice happens, we, we start to get, and I always say like, resentment is like, if you think about a sink drain or a pipe, right? Like, all right, you dump like some soup down there and some sludge starts to form. And then as years go on, right? that little bit of sludge from the food that you occasionally put down the drain, if there's no garbage disposal, right? Like it starts to build up a little more, build up a little more until eventually the whole drain gets clogged and it becomes harder and harder to chip away at everything that formed around the drain, right? So that's kind that's kind of what you know, resentment is. It's like you you don't want to let it build up and build up and build up until it completely clogs the relationship. It clogs the, the, you know, the circuit between you because after it clogs to that point and hardens there and festers there, it's really hard to come back from that. And that's where, that's where, you know, some help might be needed to like cut that resentfulness, uh, you know, resentment, um, that heaviness, right? Because that's what it is. It feels it feels heavy with people sometimes. But in that process of cutting those cords, we have a conversation with their higher self, right? In the in the fifth dimension, where there's really nothing except for healing and love. So it's only positive conversations that can be had. You have this conversation with yourself, and you forgive yourself, but you have the conversation with other people too. And you forgive them to their higher selves you know, and you say whatever you need to say, you hurt me like this sucked, right? Like all the things you need to say, but you also say, I forgive you. I understand, you know, you may not have known any better. Maybe that's what your parents did to you. Maybe, you know, because we always want to look at a place of awareness. We don't know what other people are going through or have went through. So, you know, we come from that place of compassion before we cut the cord because we don't need to hang on to any of it anymore. So, we need to kind of be in a constant state of being ready and willing to release those resentments that have like started to build up. I did some of that work on my own and it was, it was a lot to take on individually. So I totally understand that. Well, this has been great, Annie. You know, Annie and I, we both offer private one-on-one sessions where readings, however you want to approach your time with us, we have different options available for you. You can always check out the link in our bios if you are listening live in Spotify Greenroom, or you can find us on social media. Annie is under Miss Annie Parker. That's M-S-A-N-N-I-E-P-A-R. K-E-R. And then you can find me under Valerie Cates or White Rabbit Psychic on most platforms. I'm not going to spell that out for everybody.
Amazing. Thank you so much, Valerie. This was perfect. Um, I really, I really enjoyed this talk today and it definitely, it kind of um, woke me up from that little like sleepy slow-mo feeling I was feeling earlier. So that's good. Good. I'm so glad. And we'll see you back on Monday. Yay. All right. Bye guys.